Sweat Equity Podcast. Uh, we got the guys from My Area Network sitting here. Feeling good? It's uh, We're kind of doubling up on recording episodes today, the day before Gasparilla, our day in Tampa history. Jesus, this is our Jesus' birthday. Is basically Jose Gaspar Day, Gasparilla. We're trying to get this in. I wanted to talk to them, see where they messed up. Let's get into it. Intro music. Boom. Before I bring the guys on, we'll get uh, we'll get the housekeeping out of the way. iTunes, subscribe to the podcast. Again, the way we move up into the, the news and noteworthy kind of podcast is uh, subscribes, listens, and reviews. Give us a review. You hate my guts. You think I sound like a mumble, a mumbling asshole, or uh, my opinions are terrible. Tell me. I like it. I want to get better. You got to get better. Like. Uh, I'm a, I played sports. I want to know if I'm sucking. I want to know how bad I am. If I if my stance is wrong, you can kick it out from under me. Uh, so the way iTunes uh, rankings works is listens and downloads, uh, subscribes, and reviews. So if you can pause it right here, go over, subscribe if you haven't yet, and then hit us with a little bit of a review. That helps a lot. We don't have any sponsors, but we'll use our guests as the sponsor today. It's a free podcast. Free you should pay. You should be paying for this podcast. We're going to get some advice on what the, the whole podcast is about, what, where, where you started, how you got to where y'all are now. I'll bring y'all in. I don't know. Do you want to go 813 area? I asked right before we started, but I already forgot. <laughs> well, no, that's a great question. I mean, we, you know, we originally started as 813 area right here in Tampa Bay. And that's Scott. Uh, that's Scott's voice. You yes, got to, you got to, <laughs> we do, we got to do a little radio dressing. You got to go, who's that voice? So that's Scott. David, you want to uh, say a little something on the soup cooler there? How you doing? David here with the 813 area. There you go. <laughs> it sounded like you were backing away as, as you're talking, but go ahead. Explain explain what 813 area is, um, yep. and we've been talking for a while, trying to work with each other to help each other, uh, our company helping with possibly some branding and web design. Uh, y'all have kind of a good network going. I'll let you. Absolutely. I'll let you get. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. So, I mean, yeah, we, we started in uh, in Tampa here in 813area.com. We actually started in a bungalow, you know, so a lot of times they say they start up to you know, started in a garage. No, we actually moved up. We, we started mm-hmm. in a bungalow. Uh, we, uh, we've, we've found a good way to, to craft it to, uh, where we can grow and expand into all these multiple areas, all based on area, local area code. So we later became my area network. That's what we are today. Uh, but we are always known locally in the areas, uh, based on area codes. So. So, so think of like Yelp a little bit, uh, in the sense that you want to be the go-to thing when I'm looking for nightlife. We're in beautiful Ybor city in Tampa. It's the historic part of Tampa. For for those not, for, we have about half the listeners are familiar with Tampa. About half are outside the area. Yep. So for people that are unfamiliar with the area, it's kind of the historic area. It's the area that's kind of being revitalized slowly by hipster beards and coffee shops <laughs> and you know uh, the gays. Uh, the gays are coming in hard. No pun intended. But it's <laughs> it, it Gaybor is coming around. Gaybor City and so. It's one of those things where this part of the town is where the nightlife is. This was the part of town when we grew up here, you couldn't go as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I remember downstairs, what is now the Bricks, used to be Tahiti Joe's, I think. And that was the only bar I could get into when I was 16. And there's a good reason. 
because no one was fucking looking at who was coming in. We had one guy on the inside that was able to get us in, and we get drunk as shit. But that's the only <laughs> time I went to Ebor in high school. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where um, if I'm looking up, like, I'm not a club guy necessarily. I'm more of a basketball shorts and Netflix kind of guy. But if I was going to go look to go, hey, I want to do some ecstasy tonight. I want to go clubbing. I know I wouldn't type in ecstasy in y'all's search, but <laughs> I would type in, like, nightlife. Where, where am I going? And what y'all have done a great job of is getting great photography for every venue y'all promote. And that's something that's really underrated. It, we're in this weird area where everybody thinks they're a good photographer because <laughs> <laughs> they have Instagram. You know, right, like, right. everybody thinks they're really good at photography because an iPhone's you think about an iPhone camera and it's like 10 years ago that would have caught just the camera alone would have been $500. Mm -hmm. I remember I had a huge fat Sony <laughs> one and I was like, Holy shit, this thing gets five megapixels. Fuck. Yes. Uh, whereas now it's like, if you see an iPhone four, it, you, it's like yeah. dog shit. So <laughs> uh, y'all do a very good well, job of like setting the scene. Well, and, and, and to go to that point too, is, I mean, we, we started that was an initial way that we marketed our company was through what we call now is photo promotion. So, mm -hmm. you know, in Ebor going to the bars, clubs, everybody loved having their photo taken, you know, they didn't have the, the, you know, the smartphones and everything. And in fact, like now if a photographer goes up to people and gets their photo, everybody's always, Oh, can you take a picture with my cell phone here? You know, where before it was here, can you take a picture with my camera? And it was one of those little, uh, uh, winding thing. Oh yeah, started with a point. Oh yeah, yeah. Started with a yeah. Started with just a point and shoot camera going out seven nights a week. You know, <laughs> so I mean, it was. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Oh, I yeah. thought you started on the on the what I call the nerd side so where, I, where I live. <laughs> but I mean, like. No, I mean, uh, you know, I have my background is is nerdy. Yes, uh, you know, with the IT side of things, but uh, you know, I was always about being out and being out in public, being out and making a fool of myself. I don't so. say nerd as a pejorative. I say it in a good way because I, I feel like. Uh, we're three guys that we can we kind of make our own schedule to a degree. I mean, we work around our clients, but at the same time, we wanted to be entrepreneurial. We're not doing we're not in a corporate job we hate. Yeah, it's the old entrepreneurial kind of saying. Uh, to what is it like? Uh, uh, work eighty hours to not work forty. You know <laughs> yeah, that kind of exactly. thing. We're right. At or least to, what or, or to be our own boss to then be the boss of you know a hundred people. You know, it's, like, it's not great. No, it's not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not as cool as it. Well, I mean, managing people is is uh, something. When I when we started this company, I knew we will grow, but we're going to grow in a freelancer model. Y'all probably have a similar kind of system. I'm not sure the ins and outs of mm. how you work with your photographers and all your freelance people, but I I knew you, you real. I, I told someone this the other day. I think I told my wife, and I was like. Uh, you realize now why like your boss at your old company is a dick <laughs> because no one kind of does what they're supposed to do and that and that d falling directions kind of thing is fading more and more as the years go on as we're getting in the lower teen or higher teens of of 20 you know we're in 2016 I feel like everybody has ADD no one writes down anything like I know I have a bad memory I'm writing notes as we're going along because I want to do the episode description. I don't want to miss any key terms. I want to get that SEO too. But <laughs> I don't want to miss any anything that like, oh, this was a good thing we talked about. I want to make sure that when I push this episode out, I'll put it out there. Because I know I'm not that good. I know my memory sucks dick. Like I know <laughs> my memory is so bad. Like not like a good dick. It sucks like real old nasty fisherman dick. That's how bad 
my my memory is so I write down everything with this Bluetooth pen and Bluetooth paper. Uh, I guess uh, I'm getting in a different tangent. Let's pull it back. When did when did you start with this? When did you start doing the point and shoot? How did this come about? What's the genesis? Uh, basically, it started uh, back in 2006. Uh, started right here in Ebor City, uh, like I had said, uh, in the bungalows in Ebor, and going out, going out to all the bars and restaurants in Ebor. Uh, started with the fact that you know there wasn't a good source of what what to go, where, you know, where uh, uh, places to go, people to meet, things to do, really in Tampa. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a really good source for that. So uh, that's where really the premise started here in Tampa. Um, you know, we've, uh, over the years, you know, it's all about trying to be able to build something that can scale. Right. So, right. um, you know, we really focused, uh, took a step back, uh, you know, a few years ago to really just focus on how do we, we've got something great here. Everybody's been saying, oh, this is, you know, it's amazing what you guys do here, uh, in Tampa. And, uh, we've always had people contacting us in other areas too. Like we would love to have this in, you know, in Chicago and three, one, two area, for example, and, uh, you know, so we built, we really wanted to take a step back and focus on our technology. So that's what we've been doing the past couple of years, um, really bu- building something that can scale. And in the past uh, about three months, we've been really focusing on the whole business as a, as a whole to be able to scale. So really focusing on, you know, the internal um, processes of what we do um, for, for both our clients and for our brand getting uh-huh. out there in the community. So uh, we're, we're it's super excited about where we are today, uh, where we've come over the years. And most recently, just in the past few months. So, so I'm sure you all have some haters out there that are like, this kind of already exists in a lot of ways. How are you going to compete with Google, uh, Google Maps or Google Business? Mm-hmm. How are you going to compete with Yelp? Uh, all these kind of online sites. And by the way, what you said was a great kind of pitch perfect kind of answer. But that we're not in the corporate setting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, I want to get to like some real advice. The whole, yeah. the whole idea of this podcast was because there's not a good uh startup or small business podcast where you get real advice if if i'm if i'm you know 21 talk to me like that what and we're at a bar and you're telling me what advice would you give someone trying to do their own thing what what did you learn along the way that was like i wish someone like tapped me on the shoulder and was like hey um you know, like the whole just writing yeah. writing notes down. A bo- yeah. I had a boss that told me that. She goes, you're not that good. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, I want you to get a legal pad out, and I want you to write your to-do every morning. And if you don't have that out by the time I get here, I'm just going to fire you. And I was like, okay. And it made, me, it made me good. It made me really good from being a very sloppy college kid to a v- way more, way more organized, you know, throughout the day. I don't know what lessons have y'all learned. Uh, what advice could you give someone that's uh, in college or just getting out of college? Because yeah. having a degree anymore doesn't mean dick. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, you got to have experience and you got to have some kind of knowledge. Yeah. Well, I'd I'd love to jump in here first and and say something, and then I'll definitely uh, be interested in hearing what David's response to that question is as well. But you know, uh, one thing that you know, people got to remember is that we all every, you know there's a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs, but not everybody can be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more to to um, you know you can't necessarily teach somebody to be an entrepreneur. You got to have the entrepreneurial spirit. You got to be able to put day in day out um, and work extremely hard, but not even just being a hard worker. You got to have the mindset. You got to have, 
uh, the you know the, the the drive and be able to have the focus as well. That's the big key, I think. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you know it's so easy to get distracted and say, oh, oh but uh, this uh, you know and get leaded and directed. You know, like chasing money or chasing things that are out there just because it's right there for you to grab. You know, to be an entrepreneur, you really got to be able to stay focused on what is that long term goal, what is that long you know vision that you want to be, and then what are the steps and goals to kind of get there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it, that's one of my biggest biggest advices. I think is to, is to really focus. First of all, are do you have what it takes to do it, and uh, and, and and make sure that it's right for you. So know yourself. Yeah, absolutely. basically, yeah, for, so first and foremost, self No, yeah. Well, a lot. It's it's silly. I sim- I kind of oversimplify a lot of stuff, but it's silly. A lot of people don't know their gut. They don't know who they are exactly. And fuck, I mean every guy I know in their 20s and now my friends that are kind of rudderless in their 30s uh they don't know they don't know what a what they want to do which is Mm kind of crazy it's like yeah I don't know what I want to do like I'm not saying I knew what I wanted to do the last decade but I knew I wanted to do something that was prosperous or something that actually made a difference I think generally what I what Josh uh, my business partner Josh and I uh, where our kind of uh, tone comes from is we do want to help small businesses and medium-sized businesses and startups. We want to be involved in something innovative, and we don't think Tampa's that shitty. Whereas around the country, a lot of people just kind of shit on Florida in general, and I think we're seeing the rise of the small city in Denver, Austin, you know, Raleigh, all that I, kind and of and stuff. And I'm glad you bring that up. I mean, we actually we are we are uh, active out in Austin with 512area.com too as well, but. You know, Tampa's I'm got. I'm Tampa gonna get, a, I'm got gonna get another <laughs> beer. I'm listening. Or Tampa, you want to grab me one? T- Tampa's really uh, got a lot going for it right now. You know, I mean, being in such an amazing state. You know, I mean, Florida. Uh, I mean, who? Come on now. I mean, look at you. Just had a three feet of snow up north. You know, and it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it, I think it's getting the Huffington Poe treatment. Maybe I'm more sensitive to it because I'm I'm in that comedian world as well. So. I get a lot of like I get a lot of shit and a lot of guff where Florida's not looked at as the innovative kind of area. Mm. Uh, it's not looked at, and I always tell everybody, no, that's the best yeah. thing about it because it, look, it, cheap cost of living that gets passed on mm-hmm. to to you if you're getting services from us. Yeah, uh, we're not having to pay to be in L.A. or New York or whatever or Chicago or Chirac even. I mean, nope. shit, if you're going to the South Side of Chicago, it's still more expensive than being here. And you're gonna, we're able to get the cream of the crop in this area because maybe there is a lack of it, but I think that's a good thing in, in a way. Uh, oh, There's always uh, a no, way to uh, opportunistic kind of look at. And and that's actually uh, a really good point there, in the sense that you know what we really focus on is the real world experiences too. You know, we're that's the that's the beauty of our the model of our company. I mean, you you can you know look up kind of some of the things that we do is. Uh, um, you know, both online and offline, you know, it's about being out at the events, the community, what's going on, um, being part of it, you know, because it's not just all about being online. You know, it's not just about being connected and being on your phone that you can be, you know, in front of a TV and be in front on your phone and be, you know, uh, messaging while talking, while writing an email, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's all about the real world type of experiences too. And that's one of the other things that Florida and, and Tampa really has going for it. It's, we may not necessarily be the tech hub down here, um, but uh, you know we're about that that real world experiences and how we can now take more technology and combine that with it to even make it to the next you know something that is even greater than it already is. It's so. the old thing of necessity breeds innovation, you Absolutely. know th- that kind of thing. And hey, man, Spanx. 
came out of Tampa. <laughs> What's up? You got Saint, go, yeah. and you have Saint Pete across the bay, which gets that artistic kind of integrity. Seven two seven, yeah, seven two seven area dot com. We'll put a plug in there for uh, there you know go. for that. But it's like uh, they're becoming the art artistic kind of area. Saint Pete, Sarasota. Surprisingly, you think of Sarasota if you don't if you haven't been in the area in a while, you're like, that's just for retired people. And it's like, well, yeah, but that what happened is after a while, you get a bunch of people that retire, they're living longer. You're getting a lot of people from New York that were in the arts. Now their kids are down here mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you have, I mean, fucking the lead singer of ACDC, Ron White, the com- badass comedian. <laughs> There's a bunch of, uh, it's one of the only cities in the Southeast that has like a an opera, a full-time opera, full-time theater, uh, I think full-time um, symphony, and there's a fourth one. It's like the EGOT. I can't oh, remember the fourth <laughs> one. But it, it, it has in- artistic integrity, and St. Pete is not just for Spring Breakers. Uh, you know, the Spring Breakers movie. I just yeah. watched oh, that the yeah. other day. What a <laughs> what a pile of gar- garbage. But it's not <laughs> just for that riffraff guy. I mean, there is a thugged-out St. Pete, but there also is a beautiful kind of artistic community and I think that's kind of where y'all are kind of merging a little bit of like, I want you to discover, and we've been talking about this, what do y'all want in this next level? And it's like, we want someone to come to us to discover the next thing. Mm-hmm. And we want, we want to be able to connect businesses in a non-corny way. When it's, when it's Yelp and you're doing a, 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 a I, I'm using Yelp, but throw out another comparison, but I'm saying like, you might use Yelp to find the next food place you haven't been to, mm. food place, restaurant, uh, that you haven't been to, but then there's a corny ad for something else that has nothing to do yeah. with what you're looking for. And uh, we've talked about trying to well, tie that a little bit well, more well, well, You know, you look at put things like Yelp, too, and stuff, is that it's, uh, you know, okay, great, you have a lot of the review, nothing to bash them or anything like that, not here on no, the radio, no, 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 no. <laughs> talk about that, but, uh, you know, there's definitely some, you know, unique differences about that, but the, the core part about Yelp is that they're looking at, uh, you know, how to... Uh, share experiences through reviews, right? And there's a lot more to it than just reviewing businesses. Um, there's there's the the community aspect of it. There's the being able to to talk about it, share it. Like it's a it's not just a a voice, a way to say here's a review about this business. It's more of a a dialogue about businesses. You know, going to events, going to being part of the community, and actually you know, and that's what we're actually over the over the uh, next you know hopefully next few months you're going to see more of our site change with, you know, yeah, yeah. working with you guys here is, is, is that we're changing things from except, you know, not just being like sections of our site. It's not just about, you know, well, here's the nightlife section, here's the restaurants, but about being community, you know, yep. being, being more a uh, user engagement where people can actually share their experiences while, t- you know, communicating and back and forth. It's not just a one-off, you know, telling a story kind of thing. And it's funny with Yelp, they, where they really fucked up was they started alienating the small business, the local business, mm-hmm. because they're like, Oh shit, we got to make money. (laughs) (laughs) And they, they, they jumped in a bad position where they're like, okay, we're going to hold your reviews hostage unless you pay. We saw Angie's list do this and uh, it didn't work for them. So we're going to do that for us because Angie's list is starting to lose shares out to home advisor, to porch.com, to all these other uh, listing sites. Yeah. Yeah. You can get, you can get closer on the mic. Service. (laughs) magic. (laughs) Uh, But I'm saying like, where they start doing that and then they go oh okay the, you know like you have that friend that backs into a mm-hmm. corner and he's like y- uh, you owe me like 40 bucks from like 2007 remember because i got you beers and you're like all right you're backed <laughs> into a corner 
you're you're obviously kind of desperate and that's what i felt like they really messed up you know you get these big funding mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah these big series a b c funding and you're like okay i, I wonder well, i wonder how this site's going to work with that kind of cash and eventually you got to pay that back oh yeah and, and that's a great point they brought up i mean we uh you know really focused on on working with the businesses, you know, that's our model is we've always been working with the businesses. We work with the local charities, local business owners, and it's, it's not about, um, rising to the top so fast and getting all these users and having them, you know, be able to share, you know, write all these reviews to them. Like you had mentioned, you know, it's, uh, now how do we get the money, you know? And we're, we're been focused on a good model that is a way to work with these businesses that everybody's able to make money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I that and one thing I'll say about y'all uh, from my side is one thing I do like about y'all is I brought this up in previous podcast episodes is y'all don't have a crazy ego. Like, hey, no. we know exactly what we're doing a hundred percent of the time. I never like people like that. I I always I'm always suspect when guys are like, hey, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for thirty years. I'll never change. Yeah. I am I am the soothsayer. I know the future. And I feel like the guys that I really like working with and the guys I look up to as a mentor kind of role in my life are the guys that are like, I'm not 100% sure, but I have a good feeling. Uh, I'm going on an educated guess. That's kind of business to me. Business is a lot of psychology, and it's a lot of like, this is the most educated guess I've got. When people get pissed about, like we have clients that do marketing with us, and they go, how come people are coming through the doors? And it's like, well, okay, there's a lot of factors, okay? We've got a budget, and we don't have a big budget. So that's that's part of the mm-hmm. problem. You're not letting us have total domain over what's going on with your marketing 100%. Your online's got to you know, be uh, simultaneously the same thing as your offline. Mm-hmm. And then you can see the eyes rolling back and just like, whoa. They just want to see results instantly. And you all y'all probably know this from the online marketing side where – the beauty of online marketing is you get those stats, yep. you get the reporting immediately. But what the conversation that's hard to have with a lot of people is that like, Hey, there's a chain of command, just like old school marketing. Th- think before internet. I try to use that as a comparison. Like think, all right, you had, before you had basically you had radio, you had TV, you have newspaper. Uh, if you're a local business, newspaper is big for you. Uh, and you maybe put an ad in there and then you would add your lead your ability to get leads was uh, you're re- not very reliable. How'd you hear, How'd about, you it? hear about it? Right. Yeah. And you're like, now when, uh, now when you're doing online, everybody expects it to be like, and maybe I'm just kind of, oh, I'm throwing this out at y'all because I've, I've just had this conversation <laughs> before y'all walked in, but it's like uh, with a client and I was like, well, you got to understand, like, you know, um, you got to understand that like, okay, we can tell you how many clicks and your click through rate and, you know, there's a chain of command where you have a creative and you have you have all this stuff. But there's also a part where if if the customer experience isn't what you think it is, you need to ha- not have ego. You need to see it from someone. I was telling someone that I was on a USC podcast the other night and I was like, no, low self-esteem is good. That's where you want to be. Mm. You don't ever want to think you're the best unless you're like unless you clearly are Michael Jordan, <laughs> which no one. No, look, put it this way. You'll never meet someone like that. Like, just, <laughs> just, uh, you might meet Michael Jordan, maybe. And you might meet, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think who's the best at what they do, clearly the best. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. <laughs> Warren Be- Buffett. 
investing. Even I mean, even Warren Buffett, because you look at. All right, I'm going to bring his work life stuff into there because he doesn't have a good relationship with his family. And it's like, well, that's not a plan for me that, kind of deal, you know? And, and that's actually a, a great thing that you brought up there, too, as well as the, uh, the uh, work life balance, man. Oh. I mean, oh my goodness, for, for entrepreneurs or people that are looking to put day in, day out work, I'm sorry, but it's. It's you have to be able to have that balance to, to, to work with a family and friends and everything. And I, you know, sometimes I, I fall into that shadow of not being able to. Now, you have you a know, kid, right? A one year old, actually. One year just, old. just turned one a few days ago. So. so I'm very interested in that because uh, my wife and I were trying, which is a gross way of saying I'm not pulling out. Um, <laughs> every time someone says that to me, I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of sweet. Um, anyway. I, t- I talk about this with her, and um, when we started doing this venture this summer, I mean, I had been doing small business consulting for years on the side. We kind of worked it slowly, but I, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm not out kicking our coverage. Uh, again, low self-esteem. I'm going to be working as hard as I can and, you know, working hard versus working smart kind of. That's Good another point. That's yep. another balancing act as well. Um, but I told her, like, Hey, when we're having kids too, this is not going to, I'm trying to figure this out ahead of time. How do you, how have you dealt with that? Because that is a huge one. How old are you? 34. I didn't think that's, that's for a fine. second. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Bo Jackson's age. It's uh, that, Bo Jackson's yeah. number. That's, that's good. That's, uh, that's but Thurman Thomas's number too, right? Uh, Bo Jackson in this studio. <laughs> I'm an Auburn guy. Uh, uh, we try to get Bo Jackson to marry us. Okay. I'm a, he's my favorite. If I have a man crush Hall of Fame, he's at the top. He's the, mm. the he's the keystone of the whole man crush Hall Is that of Fame. Because he played uh, football and baseball. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, the only the only guy to be an All Star in both leagues in one year. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He's, he's a fucking badass, and he and he went to Auburn, and he uh, won the Heisman there, and spurned the Bucks. In an ironic kind of fan twist, but uh, what I was saying is. I was telling the eighty hours thing is true. It, oh, yeah. If eighty hours would be great, like I, I would love that. It, and it's hard to disassociate. Like I can't. Like I'm trying to do the thing where I'm like, all right, don't be on your phone all the time because you're gonna get burned out. And I do. Mm-hmm. I'll have like one day out of the month where I get. I've been working so much that I'll sleep. Like I'm a heroin addict almost. You know, and she's, my <laughs> wife's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm not sick. I'm just not healthy." You know, like <laughs> I just need to sleep like 14 hours because I haven't slept a lot. And it's it, look, it's not healthy. I'm working on that. That's my own inner kind of thing. Have you had that kind of area? Because when you have a new kid, it's oh, like yeah. you're not sleeping a lot already. Yeah. No. Oh, and that's then uh, absolutely. I mean, I there, I'd love to hear some other people's advice for how to deal with that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, currently I'm I'm sitting here, you know, staying up sometimes till one, two o'clock in the morning, trying to you know, working on getting things done that are just in my head that I want to get, you know, uh, get accomplished. And, uh, you know, and sometimes I can't shut that down, you yep. know, and, and then getting up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's, has, has my performance, uh, you know, do I feel like it's for performance, <laughs> performance, yeah. uh, no, performance uh, but, is good. um, you know, gone, um, not been as effective in some of the you know developments and things that we've been able to do is, you know, 
lack of sleep. I mean, here I am today, you know, just exhausted. But how many hours? Are you on? I'm I'm right now. I'm on three and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> last night. Yeah, let's see. We got off. How many uh, Mountain Dews have I been on? About two thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. Three last night, and you know, I know he gets up early uh, for the kids. So yeah. But, so I I you know that's difficult. one thing that I gotta figure out more to figure. You know, what's what are some other people doing? Because right now it's it's tough. So but, I mean, I mean. The but biggest thing is being able to have people that you can re, you know rely on, or not even just rely, but you know, support. Um, yep. You know, the big support. You know, your friends, your family. That's got to be the biggest. Literally supporter. a network. So, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's more. It's more than just one. You can't just have all that on on one person. Right. So. <laughs> right. And uh, what? Well, what I look at is like, all right, sleep is something you think is kind of uh, you think is a little bit elastic. You. Th- you I'm no good if I'm under six hours of sleep. You know, that I just know that now. I used to be okay. I used to be able to do it. I used to be able to be like, hey, three hours, fine. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> now I'm hitting that skid where it's like, if I don't do that, if I... If I don't do something physical every day, I feel like a piece of shit. You're going to be working yourself, you know, much harder because you're just, you know, you're tired. You're not getting things done. So wh- whatever task you're at, you know, at hand is going to take twice as long possibly because you're not able to really focus on that work. I like to stay up, you know, late at night and work. That's when yeah, I can really well, concentrate. You've been texting me late, and I'm like, damn, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he's been sleeping till 10, 11. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, there's I a give and take it. with that, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I got I to gotta get at least, uh, you know, at, at least my, my sleep. But, I'm not uh, saying know, that, that bothers no. me. I'm just like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, at a certain point, I put my shit yeah. on do not disturb now. And yeah. that's been that's yeah. been really good to kind of – also, I got a volcano for uh, Christmas, which is the vaporizer. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, these these opinions do not reflect on uh, my area <laughs> network or any of the affiliate sites. Uh, but I look, mar- marijuana helps me. It it helps me slow down at night. And when your mind's going to like, okay, here's my to do list. I gotta get this done. I, the legal pad that my old boss gave me as a good thing has now become uh, a harbinger of stress for the next day because it's like, okay, I've got thirty things I gotta accomplish tomorrow. And a lot, uh, it, it is the sweat equity of all this stuff. And, you know, what was a bad thing I was getting into was, like, I was, I was drinking booze at night. And that, I mean, shit, four, four drinks at night, like, in the 60s, it was, was like, yeah, have a, a pack of cigarettes and four <laughs> drinks and you're fine. But now it's like, now we know that's fucking terrible for you and you don't get good sleep on that. And now we know a lot of studies. But it's like, again, it's going back to knowing yourself. Mm. And I know I'm a piece of shit if I'm under six hours of sleep and I know like, I know my wife, my wife can feel the, it could be palpable if I'm stressed too. That's another thing you forget. Like if you're working hard and you're like, you're not into the conversation at dinner, you know, like it's, it's tough because you're like, I'm sorry. I'm so stressed. It's fucking tough to go. All right. I see it like the sports center crawl on the left hand side where you go, okay, I'm going to take this breaking news. I'm going to put this back. I'm gonna. It's like a Jenga set. I'm gonna put this back up there for later. I'm gonna eat dinner. What I'm doing right now, I'm in present in the moment with my wife. We're having dinner. This is what we're doing. We're talking about what's going on with her because ladies got to vent. They got to vent what's going on. So whatever we're doing, that's what I'm, I have to be present in the moment. Do y'all have that that problem? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm on my phone, you know, it just kind of, you know, it just never stops. I mean, there's always something that can be done. And I just, you know, I, I don't mind doing the work. I mean, I, I don't consider what we do work. 
I mean, uh, it's just building this, uh, building this company. And, you know, it is, and it is. It merges. Well, I tell everybody they're like, I was supposed to play golf today. Someone asked me, was like, "Hey, you want to play golf?" I was like, "I haven't played golf in four I years." Know. Like, I, first off, that's yeah. a colossal waste of time. <laughs> that's <laughs> five, six hours. You know, right. when you really talk about like, all right, get there early, get some cuts in. Uh, then go out, you're going to drink with a bunch of guys, and then you're probably going to hang out like an hour after. We're talking about a six-hour kind of ordeal. It's a commitment. It would be good to hang out with my dad, but it's I'm not good at golf. You ha- Here's the thing with golf. You can go putt-putt. <laughs> I might go top golf. I'll oh, top golf yeah. all the yeah. time. Give me an hour of that, and I'm. it's cathartic. I get some swings in. It's something physical a little bit. And, like, uh, I might actually go to the batting cages after this just to get something like yeah. I need to go out there and I need to hit something. I need to go do something physical. Not just to plug one of our clients right now, though, but it's Final Boxing Club. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great way, you know, right there is uh, just hit those bags. Title's awesome. Energy out. I wanna, I'm, I'm signing up next week, I think. I, just, <laughs> I need to get some, uh, yeah, I feel I need to get some exercise. You know, just I'm making in front of these computers all day. I, I call it keyboard soft. Yeah. We're getting keyboard soft. I think I'm getting, yeah. uh, I think I'm getting uh, Oh, uh, carpal tunnel? Yeah, my thumb here, you know, just texting all the time. Seriously. <laughs> it's bad. It's it's bad. You have to, and I'm trying to figure out the, be- I've, I've been listening to a lot of work-life balance stuff, and it basically, you know, I've, I've heard, it's kind of weird, and this is not going to sound good uh, for us, but it's like, I've heard the best way to really do it is you kind of just do it in one-hour spurts where you're like, all right, there's a thing, uh, you could meditate for 10 minutes or something like that. I can't do that. I, I've got too bad of an ADD kind of thing. I, I'll like working out. I have a yoga mat in the other uh, in the office over there in the co-work office. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I got perfect. Do you go down up. to yoga in the park and stuff as well? I, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I have. I, uh, that's a good date. That's yeah, a good, oh yeah, absolutely. No. Look, I'm not. I'm not yeah. flexible. I know that. My back. I have back pain. White man back pain. I've got it. <laughs> I got to work on that because here's the thing: if your back hurts, if you feel like shit, you don't have energy, and Time is a commodity for us, right? I Absolutely. look at time as a unit that's a unit of measurement for for us being productive. So I just kind of look at I can I kind of visualize a uh, a work week or a whole week of time as almost an Excel spreadsheet. I know that sounds super nerdy, but if you think about every cell as an hour, right? right. All right, you just wiped away at least six hours a night if you can. If you're good, if you're good. I'm I'm on like four or five most yeah. nights. Uh, this Fitbit thing, it, as much as garbage as I don't like it, it does tell me like, oh, you sleep like a piece of shit. Like you're not good at sleeping, which is a strange, a strange kind of subject altogether. But need to work out every day. Need to stretch every day. Need to need to be disassociated from the phone. See, Dave's on the phone while <laughs> we're in a podcast. I, I try to put my I have it in my pocket, but I usually try to put it outside because I know I'll look at it. And it's an addictive thing, too, even if it's not work, you know? And so are y'all dealing with that? Are you going to do boxing? Or can we make it if we push it? See, that's the thing. (laughs) We're we're also in this age where talking about doing something is almost the exact same as doing something. (laughs) Oh, yeah, well. You know, like, I'm going to get a boat. I'm going to do it. It's like, oh, congrats. You're going to get a boat. (laughs) You you get the – it's an upfront congrats. We're (laughs) – I like the – I'm with you. I, I need to go back into boxing. I, I was actually looking at UFC kind of uh, cardio training just to see what that's like, just to get weird. I like the yoga in the park because that's a good date. Mm-hmm. I, I try to merge two things sometimes. With, I'll be like, oh, let's go do yoga in the park. That, 
Right. Like get the work out of the way and that to date. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. It's mean, great. So you're gonna do you're gonna do the boxing? I'm thinking about it if uh if Scott ever makes the call and see if uh I'm gonna get uh get our uh, <laughs> our marketing partner raid over there. So. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, boxing's the best because that that's something you you can. I'm starting at the 30 minute class though because I've gone to the hour class and I mean I that's something you got to build up to. I mean it's. Here's what I love: the slap in the face. Yeah. The slap in the face with the pad. If your hands are down, it's kind of a metaphor. I, it, it is. It can be kind of beautiful. Or you your hands always have to be up, right? You always have to have them up to defend your face. Right. When you get weak, when you get tired, you make mistakes, right? Fourth quarter, you know, ha- have enough energy for the fourth quarter in football, all that kind of stuff. With with boxing, if your hands are down, and even in the cardio classes, they'll smack the fuck out of you, and they go, put your hands up. It's like, dude, I'm not fucking training. <laughs> I'm doing this to get in shape. I'm not doing this to, like, fight someone for real, and it doesn't matter. And that's what I like about it. You have to be in that zone, mm. and that's the only thing you can think about. That... I I've read that that can be considered your meditation. Oh yeah. My meditation is having to do something physical, physical. Oh. where I can't think about think anything about, else. Oh yeah. Yeah. Meditation. Like if you sit there and all you do is think, <laughs> you think about everything else that you had to do for the rest of the day. I don't know. I, some people, some, can some do people, it. but yeah, some people can block that out. I, I give them, I maybe one day I'll need to Wait, figure out how to do that. <laughs> I used to make fun of the runner's high, but I, I get it. Like you get so, all you can think about is like, I have to finish this. I got to finish this run mm-hmm. and I got to push myself. And all the, the, all your thought is focused on finishing this one thing you're doing. You do go, you do have that, uh, what is it? Tabla Rasa where you are a blank slate. You're you, that's all you can think about is like, I, I'm just going to get to that next mile and I'm done. I did a half marathon. And I was like, I, I had no, I had zero thoughts. And I was like, oh, that's the runner's high. That, okay, I kind of get that now. But you, I don't know. You, you know that you take that right to, uh, you know, even talking with, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of other entrepreneur uh, listeners out there, but it's, it's that same thing. You know, it's that, uh, that work high of, of being able to just stay focused. I remember when, you know, uh, years ago or even, I, mean, I still do some of the development on our site, but when, we, when it was fully, mostly me just developing and building the site, it was, you know, Mountain Dew nights where I was just sitting there wired Mountain in. <laughs> God, not just, even Red Bull. Mountain I know, Dew. Mountain Dew before even do, before Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> well, Red Bull was around, but, but yeah. Well, that, that kind so, of, but I mean, it's, it's that same thing is that, you know, being able to have that extreme focus, you know, and that's core. And and uh, that's one of the biggest challenges, I think, of, of growing, you know, something from a startup to a co- from an idea to a startup to a company to a uh, to a large corporation you know so our goal is to take this business and 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 grow into you know we're only right now in what five markets uh like as a physical presence uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. we're we're already slated to you know grow into 75 plus markets so i can only imagine what i'm doing now <laughs> what that's going to transpire to in the next few years but that's my why di- it's my dick went backwards a little <laughs> bit but i'm excited it, it, it's got to go back before it goes forward but, but yeah no that's it's a big undertaking yeah. and uh. you got to kind of you do have to get that mental presence. You will get burned out. Oh yeah. There's a reason a lot of these like startup guys they freak out after a while, and even if they get money, they they do fucking crazy shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now the tech community is a little bit more conservative than most, but I'm saying like, um, you have to have that good mental space. So l- let's throw it out there. What are you gonna do to help yourself kind of get in that uh, good mental space with the kid? 
with ex- uh, aggressive expansion. So that's that's great. I mean, my background of uh, of really of building processes, optimization. You know, I mean, right now I'm in a chaotic mess because there's a lot of these processes that aren't in pl- aren't in place. So yep. if you build these processes, get things in place, and be able to delegate that. Um, now you're able, cause it, you know, before, uh, I was working at another company while, while doing this as well for a while there. And, yeah. you know, one of the things I've always said was it's like, you got to have managers have to be able to have time to manage, yep. you know, yep. you can't have, you know, managers doing so much of the workhorse workload, uh, of the business and, you know, something that's scaling, like, you know, we've been talking with, uh, with, uh, you know, some of our staff is that they trying to prepare them. You know, I think that it's important not only to prepare ourselves to be able to grow fast, but be able to have something in place. And that's where we're looking forward to, you know, talking to mentors and things like that, yep. uh, that have grown, uh, uh, startups, but is being able to prepare them because, you know, your, ch- your jobs change. Everybody's always wanting like to have a job title and a job description. And what are my duties? I'm sorry, but what you do today can be completely different from what you do in a couple days you know guaranteed and uh i want people with grit that's what i tell everybody i i don't i look i wasn't born to do web development or do online marketing i just fucking figured it out and if (laughs) if, uh um, again aforementioned business partner josh he does the creative but if let's say he gets in a car crash ruins his hands or he's you know he's in a vegetative state i will figure out how to at least manage someone else that can help me get through that and I think about that as well. I don't know if you think about your coverage. You're kind of like when you're a small team now, uh, I'm already like, all right. I've already told people, uh, friends of mine that I know that are good. I go, if we ever get to the point where I can hire you, I'm going to hire you in five seconds. We're not there yet. Well, that's but what it's all about. Just a team. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't do it alone. I mean, it's no. about you know, building that team and, you know, having them share the vision and you know, seeing the end goal and, so that's that's it. You just gotta gotta have people there to you know, good people to help you grow this thing. And is that your nose whistle? <sighs> <laughs> it's picking up on the mic. I'm oh, sorry. Really? No, I think that's Scott. yours. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I I think you try to think three steps ahead. That's how I see a lot of this stuff. That when you're small, that's how you can get caught with your pants down. When you grow too fast, you don't have those things in place where you're like, okay, I can call this person, this person, this person. I've already got a rolodex of people ready to go when we get to that point mm-hmm. I, I'm, I it seems like y'all have the kind of the same theory going like you look at what other people fucked up and you go okay they fucked up because when they needed to grow the people they had in their company that needed to be managers don't know shit about managing people that's how you get office based that's how you get my wife works at a big corporate uh corporate kind of data uh, anal- analytics i won't say too much but She's getting office space. She's getting to the point where they just hire people because they know this one certain thing, but they have zero communication skills. And that's where you get in that corporate shitty hole. And I talk about HR is probably the most underrated thing in businesses because you think, oh, that's a chick job. Some chick should just be the HR manager and office manager, and that should be that. No, it, that's how you have a shitty company. That's how your, your company wants to kill each other from the inside out. And that's how you get people that leave after a while, too. I don't know if you all think about that in that kind of direction or any of that. Oh, no, absolutely. All the time. (laughs) Well, I try to write like the tech companies that do it well. What are they doing? All right. So they they get people that have energy, positive energy. It's energy, but it's uh, to work, but it's also positive energy. If you got someone, a programmer that comes in and mopes all the time, 
Like no one wants to talk to him. You don't want to ask him for anything. There's a thing as a manager where you don't even want to go up to him and go, "Hey, I need you to do this." It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I've already I'm already doing this this JavaScript and this." And it's like, "Yeah." And then you then you have to be a dick. <laughs> you know like, <laughs> "Well, yeah. Well, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to do that earlier. And if you didn't, if you had trouble, you needed to tell me." I always talk about the push-pull manager. Yep. Always better to be a pulling manager than a pushing. Yeah. I we've all had that boss that's like, "I need you to get this done and I need you to get it done." yesterday and you're like that's not helpful i don't like that hyperbole i fucking hate it it doesn't make sense to me it's 110 percent. doesn't make sense to me either uh it's like just uh what i need the guy and i love the bosses that i had or the project managers that i had that go how can i help you get this done mm. and that made you want to actually work for the thing you're going toward i don't know if y'all oh, yeah that. i agree Totally. <laughs> Nothing to elaborate. <laughs> Nothing right. to elaborate. No, no but uh, uh, you know that's. But again, uh, going to the, the whole point of uh, you know a, a growth. You know, for looking for fast growth, it's a lot easier to pull people along. And 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 uh, well, no, I mean I guess it's because <laughs> he makes it sound like no. you got dragging weight. But you know what I mean? No, 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 Where, no. But it, it's, it's just a that fast idea. Learning is, curve. Exactly, it is, and it, it's you got to be always being able to help people. So it's like. You know, if you're, it, um, I guess you're looking at it, it's like you're climbing a mountain, being able to help and grab their hand and pull them up. You know, it's yep. um, you, the the idea is, uh, Sla- is Sly Stallone and Cliffhanger, yep. 1996. What's up? <laughs> mm-hmm. We used to watch that at David's Beach House. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> tremors and disorderlies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. there's a new Tremors coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, really? I yeah, saw, I think there's been about three or four that have come out, but you know, oh, they're like I've got uh, a friend in the Western straight Tremors. Straight to DVD. So. These are for those uh, that's. In Inside kind of thing. We used to go to the same uh, beach area uh, outside of Tampa and watch uh, the same three movies over and over. And Tremors was in that Rolodex. It was. Um, look, 45 minutes. See? 45 minutes up, 45 minutes down. That went a lot quicker, right? It did. Not so bad. It's not like getting your prostate checked. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, nothing to fear about. But we'll have you guys. What I want to do is have you all back in three months. And let's talk about, like, from from this podcast date to three months from now, what has changed? What's gone up? I think that's going to be the most interesting kind of thing of like, hey, what what have these guys done since the last one? Plus, it'd be fun to listen to y'all yeah. then and then listen to, you know, once a quarter or something like that. Like absolutely. It. Y'all good with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, we're on tokoworks.com. Check them out. Uh, if you're Check out myareanetwork.com. They're going to be in a bunch of uh, <laughs> zip code or area codes pretty soon, 813 area dot com 727 area.com if you're in the tampa bay area what other which ones am i uh, missing 407 area.com in orlando uh, mm-hmm. 512 area.com for austin austin uh 352 area.com just being launched okay and to uh, so gainesville nine, yeah, yeah we're we're looking at uh 941 area.com because you had mentioned sarasota earlier yeah. and 239 area.com for fort myers and naples i mean look it goes on and on but hey this is where we're active now and just let's see where we're at in three months from now yeah i'm excited i'm excited about y'all's future as well as ours being a part of that and uh i think it's going to be y'all are on the right path again not a lot of ego uh you want to get shit done we gotta we all have to figure out in this room how to figure out like our our work-life balance so you don't get burned out so you don't become the coney 2012 guy you know what I'm talking about? Mm. The director for that uh, Coney movie where he got so crazy about that whole thing. He was found masturbating at the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> we don't need that kind of burnout. So uh, this will get the explicit tag on iTunes. But 
Um, we're on tokoworks.com. Subscribe, uh, give a review, and tell your friends, family, your mom. Thanks. Bye.